Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into Dolphins today. As promised, some more takeaways from the Dolphins preseason opener. We are about, eh, we'll round and say 250 subscribers away from 43,000. Help us get there. We've got a new host coming in the near future. He's been hired, so I'm just the temporary one. The new full-time guy will be here in just a little bit. Make sure you guys are subscribed for all the best coverage on the Dolphins. Hit that sub button right now. It was a loss for the Dolphins in the preseason opener. Although some of you guys disagree with me in the comments section, that's fine. I still think the Dolphins outplayed the Falcons up until the final three-ish minutes of the game where it all really quickly fell apart. We did some winners and losers injury updates last night. Now we'll do some more takeaways, more in-depth on a few topics here, beginning with the backup quarterback situation. Quarterback two is still a concern for me, and I suspect many of you guys out there watching to be quite blunt, neither Mike White nor Skylar Thompson impressed me that much. I was convinced we were going to get some Thompson magic fourth quarter comeback. Ended up not being that uh, at all. I thought both players left too many plays on the field. Thompson, two interceptions. You know, one was an arm punt. Who cares? But he didn't feel the pressure that well, I felt like. Didn't deliver in the moments. Mike White had the ball inside the 10 a few times and could not deliver, and that was, again, a pretty big disappointment uh, for me. The stats don't pop off either. You know, if you want to combine their numbers, you can see the individuals on here. The combined quarterback play was 19 of 30, 149 yards, a 6.3 average, zero touchdowns, three interceptions. They were sacked five times. We'll talk about the offensive line uh, as part of this here in a little bit. The quarterback rating, not, not a perfect metric, to be clear, but... When it's 41.5, that's not exactly very good. I'll give the slight edge to Mike White in that game, but you know the red zone interception, missing, I think, two potential touchdowns on different plays really, really hurt the Dolphins, and it was, a, it was a disappointment. There's no way around it. I thought it could have been a much better performance out of one or both of those players. It is a battle for quarterback two. I give the edge to Mike White, but I was underwhelmed. Who, if you have to pick one now, Despite the concerns, I think we're both, to be fair. Pick one. MW for Mike White, ST for Skylar Thompson. It's the pinned comment on today's show. So if an ad plays here on YouTube, fine. Ignore the ad. Go vote instead. I'm going to move Eric Ezekama from bubble to, he's on the roster. Uh, I saw enough in that lone game from double E to put him on this 53-man roster for the Dolphins, barring injury. He only had three catches for 15 yards. That certainly is not 
the most impressive stat line. But he had two carries for 52 yards, a fantastic spin move um, against Zach uh, Harrison to avoid a sure TFL. Looked explosive out there. Like He looked like the most explosive, dynamic player on either side of the football last night in terms of the, the skill guys. And there were some other players we'll talk about here. You know, Braxton Berrios had a, two catches for 11 yards. Hill, Waddle, I think Berrios, Azukama are all going to be on this team. Cedric Wilson didn't do much. Uh, Robbie Chosen was a complete no-show in that particular game. I believe he was playing, just didn't do anything. They tried to, I think, dive some deep balls there that were covered off by uh, the Falcons' defense. But, you know, Mike McDaniel asked at halftime about Azukama. Says, he's a physical guy. He's had a really good offseason. It's good to see him do the stuff we know he's capable of. Stock arrow absolutely up for Ezukama. Now, speaking of stock up, how about this NFL Jam t-shirt? I think you guys should get yours. Chatsports.com slash Dolphins Jam. It's got Tyreek Hill and Tua Tungabailoa on there. Or the NFL Blitz version with Dan Marino. Did you play NFL Blitz or is that, that too far before your time, Producer Chris? You did play it? Oh, too far, too far before your time? Nah, you're, you're a youngin'. That was a fun game. Chatsports.com slash Dolphins Jam. Get some nostalgia going with those t-shirts. Links in the comment section and the description of today's show. Let's discuss the running backs. I thought they looked pretty good. We did not see much of Savan Ahmed in that game. He was just kind of, maybe he's ahead of the guys based on the playing time there. But they wanted to get the, the rookies some reps as well. I thought Miles Gaskin, Devon A. Chain, and Chris Brooks, the three guys who got the majority of the work, all fared pretty well. Their touches, so receptions and carries combined, total yards. Gaskin was 9 for 77. Devon A. Chain was 14 of 66. Chris Brooks uh, was 6 of 35. I will make note for Brooks in particular, you know, a couple of nice runs were called back by holdings that would have boosted his numbers to a bit of a, of a higher metric uh, from that perspective. So I thought the running backs overall played pretty well. Gives some credit to the, the run blocking of the offensive line with uh, still some weaknesses, which we'll get to here in a moment. But I want you guys to grade the Dolphins and their performance as a unit, as a team, against the Falcons. A, B, C, D, or F. The result isn't as important, frankly, doesn't really matter. But there were some concerns in this game. So sound off for me in the comment section right now. Let's discuss the left guard battle. Now, I was still basing it off of the, uh, the live, I guess the condensed version copy, because I have no life and I stayed up late rewatching the game because it's just how I'm wired. Uh, the starters did not play up front on the offensive line. There was no Armstead, no Lamb, no Williams, no Feeney, no Hunt. Jackson got some because he needs it. But Liam Eikenberg and Isaiah Wynn were the predominant left guards in this particular game. And if I have to give the edge to one of them, I think I'd give it to Isaiah Wynn over Liam Eikenberg. Not saying that he was like off the charts great or whatever, but I think the slight edge to win. And I do not think this battle is over. I think this left guard competition will continue to go all throughout the preseason. In fact, I would not be shocked if, assuming the Dolphins also flip Skylar Thompson, Mike White next week with who starts at quarterback, if the Dolphins then flip Eichenberg and win as the starter along that side. Now, maybe they give some reps to the starters in preseason week two. That's been kind of coy so far from Mike McDaniel. But that left guard battle... I think Wynn is gaining some ground on Eichenberg. I, I, didn't, I think there were too many some iffy reps for Eichenberg. I thought Wynn overall played pretty well. So pick a left guard. I think I know which route you guys will mostly go, but sound off in the comments. IW for Isaiah Wynn. 
L-E for Liam Eichenberg. Get those votes in for me in the comment section right now. Finally, you just can't make the boneheaded mistakes that you made in that game. You know, maybe nothing else quite summed up than the... All I can do is just laugh at it because it was so ridiculous. Jalen Twyman diving at the defender. He played pretty well, but then he dives at the quarterback and gave himself up, gets up celebrating, goes, what do you mean that's a flag? Like, what are, you, what are we doing out there? There were way too many mistakes, self-inflicted wounds that prevented the better team, the team that played better, the Dolphins, from winning. They were 0 of 2 on fourth downs, into the five. You know what? That's fine. I actually don't mind going for it. Can't have it. Four turnovers. Fellas, what are we doing out here? It was three Three interceptions, one by Mike White, two by Skylar Thompson, a strip sack of a blindside sack as James Turnstile was terrible. I know it's Turnstile. I'm calling him Turnstile. I mean, you allowed a pick six and a 79-yard punt return, which, to be fair, was like the one fun play of the game for both teams, but still, that's bad. The penalties were eight for 72. You, You had three different drives inside the 10, and you came away with zero points. If you ignore like the turnover portion and the score of, of the box score, it's like, oh, the Dolphins won easily. Yeah, well, they didn't. And they got blown out. The, like the final three minutes completely went, went the wrong way. Maybe if Mike White doesn't throw the interception on the opening drive, tough throw, good defensive play, to be fair. It, it, it's a different game for Miami. But that was a disappointing result for the Dolphins. And I'm sure Mike McDaniel will use to motivate his players to play much better in week two. There are still guys, after all, fighting for a roster spot. 